Well, good morning on this uh, bright and early Friday morning, Fast Friday at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. We are glad you're here. Proof again that Team Penske does more at, before 9 a.m. than most teams do all day. Uh, the opening news conference today on Fast Friday. Uh, seven distinguished panel members up here, most of which do not need an introduction, but we'll do one regardless. Uh, in the middle there with the black vest on, the legendary Roger Penske, founder and chairman of Penske Corporation. Tim Sendrick is here, president of Team Penske. Rick Mears, a four-time Indianapolis 500 champion. Joseph Newgarden, driver of the number two Shell V-Power Delara Chevrolet. Elio Castroneves, voice is a bit questionable this morning. We'll see what happens with that. He's the driver of the number three Pennzoil uh, Delara Chevrolet. Will Powers here, the reigning Indy 500 champion, driver of the number 12 Verizon 5G Delara Chevrolet. And Simon Pagino, driver of the number 22 Menards Delara Chevrolet. As you may or may not know, this year the team is celebrating its 50th anniversary of their first Indianapolis 500 entry back in 1969, the legendary Mark Donahue driving a McLaren. A couple of years later, 1972, earned Team Penske their first win in the Indy 500. Then names come along like Mears, Unser, both of them, uh, Hornish, DeFerrin, Castroneves, Montoya. They've all won for the captain. Twelve different drivers have won the 500 for Team Penske. The latest, of course, the 17th winner. Just last year, Will Power did it in 2018. A team won its fifth straight IndyCar GP last Saturday with Simon Pagino earning his first win uh, since the season finale at Sonoma last year. All told, amongst these folks here and the crew members back in the garage area, uh, the team has a combined 766 years of IndyCar experience. That is amazing, and certainly this group along with uh, Cup, IMSA, sports cars, picking up where they left off. They've already earned 17 victories this year in four different series. We'll begin with the captain, Roger Penske. And as noted, RP, uh, back in 1969, he brought Mark Donahue here, uh, won a couple years after that, 16 more, all told, Roger. What is it about Indianapolis that has allowed you to have really so much success here over 50 years? Well, I think, uh, you know, it's all about the team. You, know, you talked about uh, over 700 years of experience in the garage area this year. I think it's the continuity. Uh, we have low turnover with our team. We've always had the best drivers. And uh, to me, uh, uh, the time and effort that we put into Indianapolis is so important because, you know, over the years we've built our brand around Indy. You think about the notoriety we get, uh, you know, for competing here and being successful. It's amazing. And I looked at a stat here uh, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, we've led 2,300-plus uh, laps here, so that's over 11 races. So it isn't just the ratio win, but it's, it's the consistency, you know, of the team leading laps, which has given us, uh, I think, the success. But, uh, you know, the interesting thing is we've got four guys here that want to win the race. There's only going to be one, but I think the effort and time and to see them work together, we've got a very open and transparent uh, relationship with the drivers. Uh, you know, we're... We're a team, uh, one team, not four teams, and I think that's kind of the way we've operated. And Donahue was a, a student of that also, very open. And, uh, you know, as we built with Gary Bentonhausen and had success in 72, we had two good drivers and two good cars. But uh, to me, uh, you know, for me, it's uh, I came here back in 51 with my dad, and I guess we were gone for a couple of years, but uh, I take my vacation so I can come here and have fun. 
Absolutely. You've been having a lot of fun lately around here. Uh, and Will Power, uh, just last year, picking up uh, the sweep here during the month of May, Grand Prix, and more importantly, the Indianapolis 500. When you add your name to the other, I mean, 12 guys that have won the 500 for RP, when you see that list, what do you think about it? Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of legends on there. It's uh, hard to believe your name is amongst those people because in my mind they're always above me no matter how much I win or how many 500s I win or whatever they're just people that you looked up to as a kid um, and they're a legend to you and they always will be but uh, yeah it's a real honor to, to have your face on that trophy and be amongst the, the 12 guys that have uh, the, that have won it for Roger so um, yeah just a just a great team to 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 be driving for as far as getting the the equipment you need every time you come here. Obviously, it's a huge effort that they put into this race, and, and you know that you're going to have a shot year in, year out. No question about that. Simon, on the, on the far right, uh, really needing a win. Uh, it came last Saturday in the Grand Prix, third time in your career here for the IndyCar Grand Prix. What is a win? Maybe Will knows, but what, what, do, you, what do you think a win can do like that heading into this crucial moment qualifying this weekend and the race a week from Sunday? Well, I think it's just perfect timing. Um, you know, you're obviously going into the biggest race in the world and uh, you need uh, the whole team and your crew to, uh, to feel that confidence going in. So, you know, getting, getting that win at the Grand Prix was, was definitely a big boost uh, for everybody, not just me, but for every four teams. You know, the guys are working a lot of hours this month. So uh, just giving, being able to have that trophy in the garage is... Uh, is a reminder that you know we're here to win races and and that's a that's a big plus the trophy is still in the garage indycar it grand prix it, it, i think it I, I think it is yeah it always is it's usually in the bus we in the bus, in the bus? you it. kept it on your office huh yeah right in the bus <laughs> <laughs> uh and elio we're going to try the voice here but you know certainly uh, welcome back to the indianapolis motor speedway fans go crazy wherever you go it seems uh, imsa indycar series as well uh, what do you think it means to the fans? Here you are in search of win number four again. We kind of know what it would mean to you, but your fans, I think, would be excited about this, would they not? Well, I feel that IndyCar has the, <clears throat> the best. Sorry, it's a little bit rough. <clears throat> but I feel that um, IndyCar has the Speak best. Up. <laughs> the best fans uh, all over the place. And... Um, I'm very honored and glad to have the, those kind of fans to not only uh, support in the race, but support those that succeed. And when you have a great team like Team Penske and give me the tools and give us the tools to be able to uh, execute, it's, it, it makes the job you know, less difficult. However, um, uh, we're here. I'm, I'm excited again to be another year and have Roger and Cinder gave me another chance. And uh, can't wait. So far, it's been very comfortable. Uh, with a Pennzoil car and looking forward to um, continue uh, that search and uh, for the number four and um, hopefully we'll be this year. We should add, you feel fine. I it's feel just, great. Just the voice. Right? The voice is gone, so it's probably better for the, the entire team, so I'll be quiet. Yeah, he's, been, he's been yelling over the radio at me, so that's that what that happened. <laughs> that happens. Uh, by the way, we're going to take questions here momentarily, but first, uh, Joseph Newgarden, who comes in as the points leader as well in the NTT IndyCar series. And it's funny, uh, this is a points-paying race, obviously, a week from Sunday, but do you really worry about points uh, when it comes to the Indianapolis 500? 
Uh, yes and no. I think it's in, it's important, as you said. You know, it counts for the whole year. It's a, it's a big chunk of it, actually. This this whole month, and all the way through Detroit, is a really really important span of races. Um, so certainly, we got to think about it. Uh, qualifying actually has some points there too. So that's that's important. But um, without a doubt, I think you approach it like every other race. You got to put yourself in a position to hopefully win it. And then if it all works out, then maybe you'll be the the person at the end of the day drinking the milk. Um, so I, it, from that regard, I don't think you treat it differently than another event, but it, it kind of stands as its own that, you know, if you could choose this event over any other, I think you would um, any year, you know, for sure. There's, there's only one opportunity to make it happen every, every year you do this. So it's an important day, an important uh, time to get things right, but uh, we feel very confident. I think um, I feel confident in this team. You know, we feel uh, as drivers that we get to drive for the best and work with the best, and, and that's uh, the type of... Um, that's the type of feeling you want to have when you come to this track. So uh, excited, yeah, I think the, the Shell V Power Chevrolet car has been quick this, this month so far. Um, we've had some good signs from it. We're trying to take our time, at least I am. I, you know, I think you got to pace yourself around this place, not get too excited. You know, stay pretty level until it comes uh, you know, time to make it happen. So um, we'll see what we got this weekend. Hopefully we can put in the show nice and comfortably and then try and go for a, a win next Sunday. It's all you can ask, right, is have a shot at winning the Indy 500. Certainly these four gentlemen have that uh, week from Sunday. All right, so questions here. We've got a mic on that side. I've got a mic, too, and uh, we'll begin here. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Only one question, I promise. <laughs> uh, a question for you, Roger. As long as you're involved in IndyCar racing a very long time, what is personally for you the biggest um, innovation in race car technology and race track technology you ever personally seen? Well, I think the aerodynamics, uh, when we came here back uh, in, I think it was, uh, you know, 69 and 70, you know, we were have a lap time of 180 miles an hour, and we'd go 200 on the straightaway and probably 150 in the corners. Well, today, you know, we're doing lap speeds that, you know, over 220 you know, through the corner. So I would say aerodynamics and from the safety aspect, the soft walls have made a huge difference. Those are, you know, those are monumental. You know, engines have been up, engines have been down as far as power, and we're not running the full capability of the engines today. But uh, I would certainly say aerodynamics and the safety for the drivers, and that would be internally in the car and also the safe walls. And only one question for Wolfgang. That was amazing. Okay, go ahead. Uh, for Mr. Penske. Do you like being on the radio with the driver who's lost his voice? I just like being on the radio with him. You see, I've been, he, he and I have been a pair for a long time. So, uh, uh, no, it's, uh, I guess I wouldn't like to be here if I couldn't be involved. And I think it's, uh, you know, you get to see what the guys are going through. I think we communicate uh, across the four pit box boxes, you know, all during the race, you know, things we're thinking about or not. I mean, at the end, it's going to be who's, who's up there and can finish first. But, uh, no. Communication is, is great with Elio. <clears throat> this is for Will and also for Joseph. Uh, opening day, you seem to think that it was a completely different handling car from last year. Uh, after day two, Joseph said, talk to him today. I'm not so sure he feels that way. How do you feel the difference in the way this car is aerodynamically and how big the how hard it is to still get close if your car's three, four, or five back in a line? Yeah, I... Um for sure, the, the Firestone tyres changed, changed the car. It's made the front better. It has. Um, I'm definitely lower on front aero because of that. Um, yeah, I, I've never seen a car around this place be able to pass past about fourth place. You just 
you simply can't. I mean, you know, the guy in front has to make a mistake. Um, you know, I, I just think anyone who thinks that you can build a car that can pass anywhere in the field is, you know, they're crazy. You can't do that. I mean, because the car in front's getting a toe. So I think it'll be a race where the leaders switch, lap in, lap out, uh, you know, until the end of a stint. Um, you know, it's, it's a bit better following. And, you know, I think what the thing is with this series, it's so competitive now, there's no bad cars and there's no bad drivers. So, um, you know, when you get that, it, you know, there is less passing simply because the competition's so tough. You know, the quality of drivers and teams is just high now. Um, so you don't come upon slow cars and you can't charge through the field if you've got a good one. Yeah, I think it's it's going to come down to temperature, honestly. I think if it's a hot day like last year, you're not going to see something crazy different. Um, I think the leaders may swap a bit more. There's a, there's definitely an improvement on the Firestone tire for front grip. Um, but overall, I think, like Will said, it's still difficult to charge through the field with the way the car is configured now. Um, just, and also because of how tight everybody is. Everyone's so good that you have to wait for a mistake or kind of a shuffle around. Um, you can absolutely come through this field from the back. There's no question of that. It's just, you know, how quickly can it happen? Uh, you know, if you, you go to the back with 30 to go, you're probably going to be in a tough spot. So, um, yeah, I think uh, temperature is going to be a big deal this year. See how hot or cold it is for the race. Uh, my question, I, it, I'll start for Roger, but if Tim or Rick or Elio wants to weigh in, the last um, four or six weeks have been sort of spent debating guaranteed spots and the qualifying format. And both Roger, Michael, and Chip have been sort of brought into this issue based on your opinion. So I'm wondering, where do you stand on what you'd like to see qualifying be? If you really, truly want guaranteed spots, or if there's just a flaw in the system this year and that the top 33, the fastest 33 are not truly guaranteed to make it? Well, I think the people who invest in the sport and are building the sport today to where it is, and I think we've got great momentum from the, the press, from, from our TV partners, and uh, uh, to commit to the full season and not have an opportunity to race here. I think in today's world, things might have been different you know, when there was 15 or 16 cars, you know, trying to qualify in the previous years. But under under the current situation, I think that, uh, you know, we have to have a, if you're going to commit and run the whole season, follow me, you should have a, you should have an opportunity to run in this race. And uh, uh, so there's going to be people bumping this weekend, which is good. But at the present time, that would be my position. Well, there's a lot of traditions change here, right? They've got a road race here. Uh, they had a Formula One race. They got a NASCAR race here. So, to me, uh, it's a sign of the times. More questions? Go ahead. Elio, um, yesterday the announcers are on the broadcast all day long, so they're looking for anything to talk about. And they happen to focus on you, like taking a middle line, leaving, exiting one and going toward two. Were you just trying to see if there's grip up there and, and how does the, the universal car handle this year? Yes, <clears throat> yes. sometimes you just, um, on a safe side, you just try to experience, you know, uh, a situation that it could happen. But obviously it, it, it was just something that I was, I want to take a look, especially um, being one year away from the car. I want to see how the car handles. Um, 
but yeah, it's still kind of kind of like a very slippery up there. Uh, but in the end of the day, it was um, it was the beginning of a long run. So sometimes you just wanna just taste the water, you know, to see what you can do in a in a good way. But um, yeah, that was just uh, an experience that I was trying to do. Simon, prior to the uh, IndyCar Grand Prix, Kyle Moyer was saying, once you win, you're going to kick the door down and win a lot more. Do you feel that, that what, what your victory last Saturday, I mean, has that increased your confidence level and your ability that I've gotten the bad luck out of the way, now let's, let's start winning a lot? I wish every weekend were like last weekend, really. <laughs> That's the goal. Uh, I think we... We would have a common goal, right? And um, our common goal here is all to win races. And, you know, we did that last weekend. Joseph did it in St. Pete. Will was going to do it in Coda. So when, as a team, we're in really good shape. And, you know, I've, I feel like we have all the chances in the world to do very well here at the Speedway and, and in the championship. So um, the boost of confidence has been really good. Um, but quite frankly, I mean, I knew at the beginning of the season we we're going to be in good shape. So um, I had no questions. Rick, what's it like when you're trying to get on the radio with, with Helio and he, he's not really talking? I mean, this is, this is as quiet as I've ever heard your boy Castro Neves. I've never experienced that yet. <laughs> so it's going to be a new day, new thing. Hey, believe me, when it comes time, he'll be able to. <laughs> if he needs to express something, he will. Yes. That's usually the case. Uh, more questions? Yep. Roger or Tim, this is obviously one of 17 races. What percentage of your season resources actually go into this event compared to the others? <laughs> I'm the calculator. Um, I, I honestly can't tell you in terms of a percentage, but it's, it's our number one priority. So when you, when you look at what we do and how we do it, and you look at the legacy and the tradition that, that Roger's had here over the years, it's it's a huge amount of pressure in some ways amongst all these guys and especially the ones, you know, back at the shop and the engineers and so forth. But I think you have to thrive on that. You know, I, th I think you have to want that. And, you know, for us, we always ask ourselves, you know, does that translate to Indy? And, and really, when you put the resources, because we don't have unlimited resources either, but I, I think when you ask yourself the question, you know, where do you invest? And you invest in whatever it takes to, to win this place. Another question for Roger. Your um, motorsport program is now involved in NASCAR, IMSA. Say, say it again. Yeah, uh, you're involved in motorsport-wise now in IMSA, NASCAR, and IndyCar. With all your great connection to car manufacturers worldwide, is there any plan, short or long-term, to expand into Formula E? Not really. I think uh, my son Jay has a Formula E team now, and, uh, you know, basically we... We're running over here. We think that it's, it's our, as I say, building our brand. It's in the U.S. We can, we can capitalize on that. Not, we went out to Australia in the Supercar Series, which has helped us out there too. But I don't, I don't see us, uh, you know, informally at this point. In the back here, go ahead. I have a question for the drivers. Has the advanced frontal protection piece had any influence on your driving? Has it impacted you with? making it more difficult to see or anything? Uh, personally, I, you know, at the beginning, it's obviously something in front of your face, so you gotta get used to how to focus on the racetrack differently, but um, after a day of running, it's like it's not even there. So uh, it's really good for safety. Again, IndyCar pushing the limits to 
try to find another uh, area to improve for, for the car safety. And you know, we can only thank them, the drivers, for, for that. It's protecting our head, and that's, that's a big improvement. Mr. Penske, you mentioned how special of a relationship you've had with Elio over the years. What makes him such a special driver? Well, you know, Elio came with us uh, a number of years ago, and, uh, you know, he's had a record of, you know, winning, and certainly when you think about, uh, you know, Rick's success at four wins and, you know, Elio at three, and to me, uh, you know, he's been the ultimate guy with us, uh, really corresponding across Will and Joseph and, and uh, certainly Simon. I guess he's the senior guy, and uh, to me, uh, he and I are uh, business partners and off, off the track, so it's uh, great to, you know, be able to be on his car here at the, at the Speedway. Rick, you've always been a proponent of less uh, arrow, higher horsepower, less downforce. So looking at this car that we have that races in Indianapolis now, how does it compare or differ? And is it a type of car that you would have liked to have driven when you were a driver? No, absolutely. I, I, I've always felt more that direction, you know, the, the higher horsepower and less downforce. And I, I think IndyCar, they're going the right direction. IndyCar is doing a tremendous job, I feel. And, uh, you know, you can only do so much at a time. As far as I'm concerned, you could, always, you could do more of it, less downforce and more power. And I think that's a direction they're looking at. So I think everybody in IndyCar right now is on the same page, and I think they're, they're, they're making the right calls. And, you know, you've got to get everybody on board with the program, and that takes time. So uh, I think everybody sees that it's – it's really producing some excellent racing, you know, not just here, but on all the other tracks, the road courses um, that, I've, that I've watched so far that just, it's a plus. So uh, I think everybody's understanding that and going that direction. So I'm really looking forward to, to the future with it. Oh, yes. You yeah, know, absolutely. That's, to me, the, the less grip and the more power gives me more tools as a driver. You know, more, more options, more opportunities to, to make a difference in the car, the lap, whatever and competitions, so I, you know, there's got to be a pretty good degree of difficulty. That's what makes this sport what it is, and uh, that's how you distinguish the difference between the drivers, so uh, I think it's a good thing. I, I think it's, you know, it's, it's closer. Uh, you'd have to go a long way the other way to get to where I was at, probably, <laughs> but uh, no, I think it's, it's going that same direction, very similar thing. All right, anyone else? Going once, Jenna? For the drivers, how are you guys able to handle the understeer without adding any downforce and fight the problems that others are having? Uh, <laughs> yeah, actually, you know, with that tire, we've gone the other way. I mean, I've been, I've been struggling with a loose car, so. Uh, you know, Firestone came with a different construction, which really helped that late push mid-off understeer. Uh, you know, it just depends where you're running in the wake of the car in front and how many cars are in front of you is, is, is how your balance is. So, um, you know, I, I guess this front wing is pretty sensitive because it's a smaller front wing to, to dirty air. And if you're close, um, you're going to get some push. So you've got to find a way to set your car up to be, be strong in traffic um, without losing the front. Joseph, you got any thoughts on that? Um, sure, yeah. I, uh, I would agree with Will. I mean, um, we've got a lot of tools. I think everyone's trying to experiment. 
that, you know, the tire is, it is different and it reacts differently than last year. I think it has some similar characteristics. So I think a lot of what we were dealing with last year we're still dealing with today, but there's also new variables. You know, like Will said, he's, he's got troubles with the rear of the car too. So trying to balance how you, you know, fix multiple problems is, is really what you fight here all the time. You know, you fight one end of the car, then you hurt the rear, and uh, you fix the rear, then you hurt the front. So it's, it's a balancing act as always. Um, but we've got a lot of tools, I think, creeping up on it, just trying to go through everything as much as you can. Understanding the changes each day is really important. You know, today could be very different than yesterday. The track's been washed off a bit. Um, temperature's going to be pretty high. So uh, just trying to keep up with that, all the little changes each day that happen. I think you've got to build this book through the month so that on race day, you know the conditions, you know what it's going to be, and you can make the best decision possible. of along those same lines, uh, the IndyCar has allowed an additional piece onto the front wing for more downforce, and, and also there's the wicker on the front wing, and I think I saw yesterday a short wicker in the middle of the rear wing um, on one of the Penske cars, it might have been Alios, and I was just wondering if you've tried the maximum downforce during the practice and, and how you feel that would work in the race. Uh, yeah, we have, we, we, we've been running through all the configuration. There's a lot of different configuration you can run. Obviously, the harder it's going to be, the more downforce you're going to put on the car. Um, and we haven't had a hard day yet, so it's, um, it's just very important to try all these configuration, make sure that the car behaves the same with every one of them. So um, that's really the trick, and that's why it takes so long to set the car up, is to figure out all these little bits and pieces together. What does it do to the balance of the car? It's, uh, it's fascinating, and sometimes the wind tunnel tells us something, but reality is a little different, so it's, uh, it's another element that we have to take into account. Elio, you want to take a shot at that? No. <laughs> <laughs> We've got time for one more question. Phil B, go ahead. Uh, Roger, we know your priorities for winning this race every year. What are your general priorities for the poll? How, how, how much importance do you place on winning the poll for this race? Well, you know, when you look at uh, numbers, if you're interested in numbers, we've had 17 wins, 17 polls, and 17 uh, pit stop contests, so I guess it's uh, pretty important. <laughs> no question. No pretty good. That's pretty good. That's, pretty good. That's, that's just off the top of your head, though. You're guessing at those numbers, right? You don't know them for a fact. So I was prepped before I came okay, up here. I just okay. <laughs> All right, uh, that'll do it. Good luck today on Fast Friday, guys. Uh, what a distinguished panel. Team Pinsky uh, with Roger Pinsky, Tim Sindrick, Rick Mears, Elio Castroneves, Will Power, Joseph Newgarden, and Simon Pagino. Thanks, guys. Solid.